You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask, back once again for our second to last episode. Um, I'm graduating soon, and it kind of hit me today because I went to the union today, and I bought my, my cap and gown, which is actually a lot cheaper than I thought it would be. But Michigan State did gouge me because, you know, that's just what they do. But we love them. Um, it's rained for the first time in what feels like months. But it's warm. You know, we've had like three 70-degree days in a row. I can't complain. It is March in Michigan after all. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling good. My second to last episode. So you're not rid of me yet. Uh, but how are you guys feeling? I'm doing, doing fine. I mean, the weather's been nice. Uh, except for this rain a little bit. But I mean, I'm doing all right. No worries. It's good. Doing good today. It's a it's a good day. Kyle, you kind of kind of hit us with a sad note right at the beginning. I mean, I know you're graduating soon, but you just you bought the cap and gown, and it feels all official now. And we got you know two podcasts left for the rest of the year. It's kind of hitting. And that last game versus Minnesota that we watched a couple weeks ago, it was it kind of hit me there too. Like, wow, this season's over, and we're wrapping the podcast down. I'm sorry, I I sound very sad. I am in a good mood though. I'm glad to be here with the boys talking college hockey and whatnot so glad to be here and let's get this show on the road cam don't get all teary-eyed on us i'm not going not yet jeez <laughs> i actually had a, like a question to kyle about hmm. yeah. did you get chicken tendies when you were at the union or no no oh my god didn't eat i spent i, st- I spent enough money there I didn't, I didn't i didn't need to spend more yeah that's yeah that's a lot oh yeah but yeah this weekend was really nice went Beautiful. outside played bags you know, did all of that. I got to cornhole. Gym. It was gonna say you mean cornhole? Bago, Ooh. same difference. Texas cornhole. Okay. Finally figured out how to actually throw. Underhand. Like actually, <laughs> Kobe, I, the way that I Kobe it. No, like the way that I used to do it. Like, and I mean, I still do it. I don't know. I just got overhand like a football. No, I wish. You I was can't. just air mailing those. Yeah, that no. Was so, so funny. We were playing when it was like thirty degrees out, like Friday night. Work. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, it's on the board. I just need to get this one. I need to aim it and get it on the board. I get it up and I just sink straight in. And I'm like, I hate my life. But yeah, I brought out the jorts this weekend. So I was really jorts. Good. Yeah. You own jorts? Yes, I do. On purpose? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Are they it, comfortable? Yeah. Don't lie to me. No, they really are. They can't be. It's actually, it's so um, I know she'll probably listen to this, but um, I had my ex girlfriend like help me out with them. She does. Uh, she she does favorite some of the tweets I'm in. Whenever you're in them, yeah. Do. So I've noticed so, that. You know. So the thing. So the thing was is like I didn't want to pay pay fifty bucks for a pair of Levi jorts, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy these twenty two dollar pair of Arizona jeans, and then we cut them and hemmed them, and they work. I wore them with like the Kawhi Leonard t shirt. I wanted the fun guy one, but they didn't have that, so I got the board man gets paid. So I wore that with my white Reeboks. I was looking stylish. He doesn't, even play, he doesn't even play in Texas anymore. No, I understand that, but it was like the New Balance shirts that he made that they made after he won, after Toronto won. All in all, it was just a great weekend. The Jorts made their appearance for the first time since like September. Yeah. I love so much that the Raptors won before the Leafs did. It makes me so happy to see Toronto in pain. Because <laughs> I know I know that about them. I, I know they didn't want that title. It just, oh, love it. I love it even even more than I love just bashing the blues, which we'll get to later. Oh, I oh it's it. coming! I Don't you it. worry, it's coming. I need the blues to lose by one, and like lose by one, like for my parlay, for my parlay to hit, and they lost by like four. Yeah, it's not my fault that Vegas literally doubled them in shots. Well, 
Uh, if you can't hang, then get out of the league. I'll go. Call, I'll call Craig Berube and tell him to uh, get some more shots on goal right now. Oh my yeah. God! And the, wasn't that the same game where on the replay, friggin' Bennington decided to like fake like he was gonna like yes, McCracken him. Yeah, he, he, he like he faked but like you know, like he like hinted he was gonna baseball swing at like them like their group celebrating like in like their goal hog and yeah uh, it was like that's it awful. Oh my that God. Been something. What's wrong yeah. with that? A little bit of fire. A little bit of fire. <laughs> a little bit of fire. <laughs> All right. Oh, college hockey. Um, yes. Yes. All right. So the plan for this one, uh, let's give a quick little rundown. We're going to recap Michigan State uh, in the Big Ten tournament, kind of put a bow on that uh, Michigan State season. Then we're going to go national. Um, actually, no, we're going to talk about a little bit uh, about Michigan State's offseason, a uh, little preview of next season. I'll leave that for you guys next year. Um, and then our last pickums because next week's our last episode, so we'll announce our final standings. Woo-hoo. Hopefully where I'm still on top. Well, tied now. But we'll get that later. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about the NCAA tournament through a little, maybe through a little NHL in there, but who knows? Should be a fun one. So Michigan State finishes their season at 7-18-2, and uh, and they didn't finish it very strong. They lost their last, uh, they lost their last seven and they lost, uh, 10 out of their last 11 games. So, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Although they did put up a fight in the Big Ten tournament, we'll get that to get to that in a second. But first, there is some news that came out, uh, during our little hiatus of recording. Uh, Michigan State grad transfer Charlie Combs, who had a pretty good season here, uh, signed with the Wichita Thunder, where Jacob was born, uh, in the ECHL. So, oh, congrats nice. to Charlie. Uh, Jacob, I guess his height didn't matter. I guess not. Uh, I, I still feel somewhat bad. I still feel kind of bad about that. But Wichita's a great place. Shout out Wichita. Never been there. I know that Wichita State's place there. Yes. And they have a weird logo. That's about all I know. They do. I actually have a friend that goes there. I, I don't really remember much about Wichita. We kind of moved like six months after I was born. But two friends that go there. Close enough. Still counts. Still counts. Two friends in Wichita. There are, there are two people in Wichita. No, there might be three, Hattie. Maybe. Miscalculation. Well, there yeah, might be three Jacob. whenever Jacob goes back there. Yeah, exactly. He says, oh, he clicks his heels three times and says, no place <laughs> like Holmes at home and literally goes back to Wichita. Well, this is all basketball. Uh, no hockey, but you know. We wish the best for Charlie. Uh, and more news that came out of our little hiatus. Uh, thank you, Sam. I wasn't able to make this Denton Cole presser, but Sam Sklar from State News, nice guy, uh, got got me all caught up. Uh, so basically, the, the, the spark notes of that press conference, uh, Cole said either somewhere between zero to three guys are going to come back because NCAA granted the, uh, an extra year of eligibility uh, for all seniors. So any seniors that are going to come back, which we'll make our guesses to who are that uh, later in the episode, but he said anywhere between zero to three guys. He thinks probably one to two is more likely. Um, and then that Michigan State is also going to get in, get in on the transfer portal. Uh, all we know after the presser is that a transfer coming in. We have zero information who it is, where they're coming from, what year they are. So, I mean, if we find out between now and next week, of course, we'll let you know. But for right now, there is a chance that it's anybody. Even, even Cole Caulfield, even though it's probably not Caulfield. Let's hope it is. I have a really good guess as to who it is. It it will not be who a goalie won't be a goalie. It will not be a goalie. I am. They don't very that. confident with nope. that. <laughs> In it, they choose one. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh my god! Bringing a third one. <laughs> Cole does like competition in that. He does like that. competition. Hey, he has it right now. Yeah, he oh, really does. Bad. He does. He's have got it. it. Oh, it's very bad. Uh, it's bad, but it's juicy good. Juicy for next year. And we mm-hmm. saw that in the Big Ten tournament, which we'll get Ooh. into. Uh, so nice segue. Uh, so in the semifinals, Wisconsin beat Penn State. Uh, behind Caulfield, uh, Minnesota beat Michigan, and then Minnesota beat Wisconsin. 
And so Minnesota wins the Big Ten tournament uh, over the regular season winners to get that automatic bid in the tournament. Uh, but I think the team that gave Michigan State, uh, I mean, uh, gave Minnesota the toughest test was actually their first, uh, was it their first? Yes, it was their first game against Michigan State. Uh, so Minnesota, uh, Minnesota won the quarterfinal game against Michigan State 2-1 to one in overtime. Uh, and Michigan State actually led most of that game. Uh, they led until, I believe, five minutes left in regulation. Am I mm-hmm. correct? Think about that, right? 530-something? Yeah. Four, 459 to be exact, but yeah, just we're just rounded up to five. Yeah. Thank you. All right, well, it's been two <laughs> weeks. I'll give myself a little pat on the back for that one. Um, and basically, the the main headline from this game was uh, Pierce Charlson. We talked about it on the on the episode. We previewed it. Uh, we didn't know who they were going to go with. We all made our guesses, and it looked like he made his right decision. Charlson, if they were going to win that game, it'd be because Charlson led him to it. Uh, he made 48 saves and a lot of the, and it was it was a good 48 too. It was quality scoring chances. Uh, and the rest of that game, uh, the first goal came from Cezana, who probably played his last game in that because he kissed the ice. It's, uh, he kissed center ice uh, after the regular season finale. So I'm going to assume that's his goodbye. Don't know for sure. Just speculating. Uh, but right now, I probably would confidently say Michigan State has the best goalie tandem in the country between DeRitter and Charleston. Because right now, I I think you should feel safe with either one in net. But yeah, Michigan State uh, ends uh, after Sample Ranta. Sample Ranta ends it in overtime. And Michigan State loses two to one to end their season. So besides Pierce Charleston start, uh, standing on his head, what do we see? I mean, I want I kind of want to take it back and look back at the drop the last ten out of eleven games in the season. Michigan State during that time they kind of just lost their fundam- fundamentals. They they weren't really in the games that much. They didn't have much fight, but they turned it around in that tournament. They had something to play for. They knew if they made a run and somehow won it all, they were going to be in the tournament, and that showed. I don't know what kind of who you want to blame, either the coaches or the players or just everybody as to why they weren't playing as good down the stretch. They were playing a lot of tough teams, though. They did play uh, Notre Dame, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and I think Arizona State in their last five series. So that's not easy at all. But it seemed like they got away from their fundamentals. But once they faced Minnesota in that tournament game, they flipped it right back on a switch. I know Minnesota got 50 shots on net, but I think they Michigan State ended with what around 30 block shots they put their bodies on the line charleston stood on his head it was an amazing game to watch although there was only you know two goals in regulation and then one goal in overtime and it ended up being msu going on the bus home but it was it was a great game from the boys i absolutely loved it i was calling it with cam and you two guys were behind me or behind us watching the game and it was it was just a good time and it was sad to see it end that way but at least they didn't get blown out and it was such a good game to the finish so Great game from the boys. No, before anyone else goes, uh, little just I want to say how good your memories are. What was that one win in the eleven games? Did anybody know? Pop quiz. Arizona State. Arizona State. Yeah. Um, let me think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they won. The only one before. It was the day after Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Yep. And then the only one before that was either Ohio State or Michigan. Both. That was the last three wins. Good job. Boom. You guys do know your Boom. stuff. Boom, yeah. And they were all game two victories because they won, what, 3-2 against Michigan here mm-hmm. and then 2 nothing Against Ohio State, then 2-1 yeah. Arizona State, day after Valentine's Day. Good memories. So proud. Winning. Woohoo. Beats in good hands. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like that is the end of Michigan's late season. So we'll jump a little ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll jump ahead to uh, next year, just kind of give like a little preview. Because uh, I'll leave the real one for when you guys know what the exact uh, roster looks like. Uh, so we, of course, we, we said before, uh, 
probably one or two guys are coming back. Uh, we're bringing in a transfer. Uh, there are five guys that have signed national letters of intent to come here next uh, season from the USHL. Uh, so we'll just get in, we'll get right into it. So we should, do you want to just do the recruit update now? Or uh, let's just do recruit update. Yeah. Recruit update it yeah. is. Yeah. No. All right, Ryan, you have two. Start okay. Us off. So I got Eric Middendorf from the Chicago Steel of the USHL. When we took last took a look at him, he was third in scoring in the USHL behind two of his own teammates. So Chicago Steel going absolutely nuts right now. But um, he does have now 50 points in 35 games, which is, you know, it's, it's good. It's an offensive threat. I hope he transfers it to the, the college game very well. But we will see about that. And I also have Jesse Tucker, who's 22nd in scoring in the USHL, and he's been just under a point-per-game pace, so it's also very good offensively. I just hope that they could take this game and convert it to the college level because MSU really needs a next season. So look out for those two. Yeah, I had uh, I had Jeremy Davidson from the Fargo Force. Uh, he's currently 17th in the country in points right now with uh, 29 points and only 36 games played. So um, I think he's he does a good job of, you know, adding a little bit of playmaking to being able to move the puck around on offense. Um, and that's just something I think that MSU is really going to need uh, next year because we've already seen just how lethargic their offense seemed at times. So I think hopefully with these freshmen and just, you know, infusing a bit more of offense and scoring power into that roster, because uh, we've already seen what they can do on defense. So I think, yeah, if we can just add, if they can just add some more, um, more potency to that offense, I think they'll be set. And I think Jeremy Davidson is going to be one of those guys that can help do that. Yeah, I mean, I had Tanner Kelly from San Diego, California. He plays currently for the Muskegon Lumberjacks. He'll join, I think there's two other players on Michigan State's roster that played for Muskegon. Um, currently, he's got 39 points in 40 games. Uh, it's 12th in the USHL. He's third on his team. And as you said, Ryan, Chicago... The Chicago Steel, I think, are just running rampant mm -hmm. in the USHL right now. But second in that division is the Muskegon Lumberjacks. But best part about Kelly, too aggressive two-way forward, which is something that, you know, a Denton Cole team likes to have, especially with, you know, a lockdown defense. You're going to want those two-way forwards coming back on the back check, forcing problems. He's also a good shot blocker and penalty killer. So... At least if the Spartans get in a bind next year, they'll have a couple of decent penalty killers to select from. Yeah. All right. And then the lone uh, defenseman in this class is David Gucciardi. Uh, he finished with uh, 18 points in 29 games. Seven of those came on the power play. And he had a span uh, dur uh, during the season in January where over eight games played, he had 10 points as a defenseman, which is pretty good. Sounds good. Uh, and then NHL Central Scouting said he's a C-rated skater. Uh, like from A to F, like a regular grade scale. Uh, but he's also in, uh, he's also born he was also born in O two. So there is time for development, and that's why he's coming to Michigan State. So there's a recruiting update. Now the question I wanted to ask everyone here uh, is: assuming, uh, so take se take seniors that could return out of it. Who on this roster needs to have the biggest off season? If so... you want to see that Michigan State, I mean Wisconsin, last the worst of first jump, which not you can't expect that, but you know. So for me, I kind of look at this freshman class. We preseason were hoping that they would contribute more, and they kind of just fizzled out. I mean, a lot of them didn't even have a goal. Most of them had under four assists. I took a look at Christoph Papp. He's 5'11", 174, and that kind of showed a lot in the season because he was 
I, he had the talent offensively. I saw him making moves, good stick handler. He has vision, but the thing that he lacked was he couldn't win puck battles, and he just got shuffled around the lineup too much just because Cole really couldn't find a place for him. So if anybody on my list, especially looking at the freshmen, need to step it up a little bit, I look for Kristoff Papp to have a, a big offseason by getting bigger, getting stronger, getting those puck battles next year, cementing himself as a center because I'm pretty sure that's what Cole recruited him for. And like I said, he only had four assists on the year. I expect him to have a much bigger year next year because Cole also does really like him at that center position. So Christoph Papp hopefully has a big offseason, comes back strong. Okay. okay, yeah. So when I'm looking at this, I, I take from the perspective of who has the most potential to make a jump to become that like Cole Caulfield almost, not quite, but like, who has the potential to really take that leap into being a star for the MSU team they can rely on for good offense? And for me, that's Josh Nodler. Um, I think Nodler had a bit had a bit of an improvement, went from eight to eleven points this year uh, over last year. But so it's, it's a little bit of a jump, but it's not. I don't think it's as big of a jump as like you'd expect. Uh, so I th- and I think really, it's more of just a, an issue of yeah, just kind of needing to keep developing. And I think. Nodler has that potential, and I think it's evident whenever you watch him play. He's arguably MSU's best forward, but um, I think he just needs to keep developing. And I think if he does, he can continue to grow into, uh, you know, someone that MSU can rely on for good offense. I really like that. I mean, I would just start harping on like all of the freshmen that came in this year, um, mainly you know defensively, but. I mean, I felt like they all did pretty well. I mean, we didn't see Dibus a lot. Or we didn't see Connor, technically. We didn't see Powell Connor a lot. But Neenhouse and Gallagher both did pretty well. Um, and then arguably away from the freshman side, I want to see Matson, Mitchell Matson. He'll be a senior next year. Didn't have the greatest of... He had a good start. The mm-hmm. Matson haskins Goodser line. It was mm-hmm. my favorite line. Go, or starting off the season, they were on a tear, as it seemed. But, I mean, you're going to need... Good teams have depth scoring, so you're going to need at least a nice, you know, bottom six forward. And I think, you know, Matson could probably bring up to that second line, a second line winger or a third line winger. But if you can get bottom six scoring... It's going to have to start with the leaders on that team, which is going to be Matson, especially after he comes back from, I think it was a foot injury. It was like so. a, I think it was a Lower foot body. injury. To quote Hattie, I like that. All right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I did get repetitive, didn't I? <laughs> you Darn say it. It. Oh, from the, time to the time. The one thing I nice. did want to say is Pap's got to, in, he's got to be better on defense. He has to be just, he was a defensive liability. That's why they moved him from center to left wing. Like, uh-huh. he's good on offense, he can win faceoffs. He can pass the puck around. He's got good vision. He's got good feet and good stick handling, but he was a liability on defense. He just didn't know what was going what was going on left and right. So And that'll hopefully come with time. Time and mm-hmm. tape. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh for mine, I'm gonna go with Nash Neenhouse. If you're losing Tommy Miller and Dennis Sazana, it's gotta be it's gotta come from him. Late in the season you saw him lead the power play unit, and there was a step up when he started like uh running he, he started uh, up top in the power play. And especially when you're losing the, the guys you're losing, and uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the Kriegers explore their other options as well. So he might really need to make make a huge jump from freshman to sophomore. Uh, he's probably going to be he's probably going to uh, captain that first power play unit uh, when, when that season starts. 
And so I expect I, I expect big things out of him. Yeah, he'll be on he'll be the number one line on D. Like for oh, some yeah. reason, he's his confidence level was through the roof, especially mm-hmm. halfway through the season. He's just got to shoot the ball. Yeah, I definitely liked watching it. Well, I mean, especially like if you look at it on on the power play, they had him quarterbacking it because Sasana was down on on the hash marks half the time. He was trying to pick pockets and try to you know slap pass it in straight into the slot. But I mean, with him, like. The one thing he does like is that slap pass off the end boards behind the net. Yes, he does. And I mean, it worked a couple of times. It mm-hmm. only works whenever you have a six foot two Jagger Joshua in front of the net, but that that does help. <sighs> All right, so um, now I guess we go before we, put a, before we put a bow on Michigan State. We just got to ask. So if you're a, who do you who would you say right now you think comes back uh, as for, uh, for the next year of eligibility? When you're looking at people to come back, you kind of look at who is on their development path but just hasn't had enough time, who's going positive but just hasn't shown it, hasn't had the chance in the lineup. For me, I don't know if this one's going to be probable, but I just picked Brody Stevens because some of these seniors, I'm pretty sure there's four forward seniors leaving if, if except for him if he stays, and that opens up a lot of different spaces in the lineup in the first two lines that he could get comfortable in, so... Hey, if you're looking for an opportunity to step up next year, Cole likes matching seniors with freshmen or juniors with freshmen and so on. So I look I look for Brody Stevens possibly to come back and have a chance on a good line. I would think perhaps, uh, I don't really know if like, to, I'm not like the most certain on this, but I, I would say probably like maybe Estevez and APAP are like the only two that like kind of come to mind as like being close, but like, you know, not quite there. As far as for all the rest of the seniors, there's no one else that I can really think of that's like still gets like consistent minutes in the lineup. That's like getting there, but like not quite. Tommy Miller, I could see as well, but I think his block shots are going to get him somewhere. I, I I could see you like I could see him going somewhere. Uh, but yeah, since uh, since I have the same answer, I'll just piggyback off that. Uh, yeah, I kind of stole part of your answer. <laughs> the part of it. I mean, the, the entire whole, the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. Jeez. Uh, so, APAP bleeds green and white. He talked about that after his senior night. He like he really loves the school. He's a captain. He's liked by everyone. And I think he he plays a role that I don't think anyone in this roster is ready to, ready to replace. Because I've I've never seen someone like him that just like single hand like there's like they're like he could go and forecheck alone. He could probably give three guys trouble. It's just incredible to watch. And Estevez too, because uh, Estevez did a lot of things that didn't appear on the score uh, on on the stat sheet. That just it looked like he just he really just always had his feet moving, and I feel like that's a, and he he's very beloved as well. You could see that on his senior night, and I think he comes back as well. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about two people that you would want to have back, those would be the two. I mean, just I mean, you already see that you know Louis's gone, most like like he's gone. Combs is gone, so that leaves if we're talking if Miller. we're right. Well, it leaves Miller Stevens. Apap Estevez. Apap Estevez, four, and then Kamer. Kamer. So there's five. But, I mean, Apap, you're going to want to have him back. Like you said, he's a role player. There's a specific. He's got his specific spot in the lineup and what he does. He's, he's kind of like a vocal leader on that team. So, I mean, if you if you can only pick one, I would pick Apap. I second that. I would love to see Apap back. Yes. Uh, Jake Smith is senior as well. Glad to mention him. Yeah. Thanks, man. Sure. Yes. The only thing is, is you, you need a good, reliable top six forward, especially with the people you've got coming in. You got f- what, four freshman forwards. 
One defenseman. One defenseman, and then some mystery some, ooh, person. Transfer. That's gonna be exciting. I oh, love the transfer. I doubt they portal. announced. I, I doubt they announced in the, in the, the transfer next portal. I, oh yeah, I I'm gonna be name. like doing something in the middle of July, and it's just gonna yeah. be like, yeah, Michigan State signs this player, and I'm gonna be like, what? Odin Tuftel. Huh? Odin. <laughs> All right. Cole uh, Caulfield? Cole Caulfield? <laughs> what? <laughs> Cole Caulfield transferred to Michigan State. If that happens, in oh conference. my goodness. In conference transfer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Michigan Get State the summoning gets... circles ready. Come on, boys. <laughs> Michigan State gets Cole Caulfield in return for two years of not doing anything in the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> Redistribution. It's <laughs> a lot of Cole Caulfield talk on a Michigan State podcast, and I take a lot of blame for that. Uh, it's what good. it is. I'm glad you do. We're yes. speaking it into existence. Speak it into existence. Yes. Cole Caulfield to Michigan State. Would help, uh, but I mean, I think right now that's that's a good way to put a bow on the Michigan State season. So Michigan State finishes seven, eighteen, and two in a season that really didn't count. So take of that what you will. And hey, I didn't even think about bringing this up, but we made preseason predictions. We could try to get this for the next episode. I feel like we were all pretty. pretty we off. only had two. Didn't we all pick Wisconsin to finish last? Yeah. 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 But we we tried to predict the MSU record too. I think we we had like no. some twelve wins, so I guess not. I think I said fifteen and fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, we might we might pull that up for next pod. We might not if they're that bad. But they, they, from everything I've <laughs> remembered, they were pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> we had high hopes. We could just we you know not revisit those. And yeah, they we could exist. just uh, so pretend they didn't exist. Pretend what are you talking about? I did not bring this up. I have no idea what I'm talking about, guys. Let's just have them, no gonna, idea. Let's, let's just have them edit take it. the no. episode let's just edit, off. Let's just edit the past like three minutes out to where Ryan just didn't say anything at all. Got exactly. it. I'm totally gonna do that. Probably yeah. not. Michigan State is no longer playing, but there are 16 teams that are, and that is in the uh, the NCAA tournament. Controversy awaits. Controversy. No. No. Let's not do that again. No. Let's never do that again. No. Oh, shut up. All right. So uh, just rapid fire the 16 teams that made it. North Dakota, American International, Minnesota, Duluth, Michigan, Wisconsin, Bemidji State, Lake State, Mes- uh, UMass, uh, Minnesota, Omaha, Minnesota State, Quinnipiac, Boston College, Notre Dame, St. Cloud State, and Boston University. And this was, there was, there was objectivity in it this year. Uh, this was not just the top 16 pairwise. So there was, and there was some controversy because there were some teams that didn't make it that probably should have, and some teams that shouldn't have made it that, pro- that did. <clears throat> Michigan, <clears throat> Notre Dame. <clears throat> yeah, Michigan was uh, Michigan was 17th in pairwise at the end of the year. Uh, Notre Dame was 25th. Do we want to explain why we believe there's controversy? Uh, it's controversy. No, we're, we're not. Uh, no, let's not say it again. Yeah, we're just be- yeah because we're just beating a dead horse at this point. Uh, and Bowling Green was nine in the pairwise and didn't make it, which is interesting. St. Lawrence got COVID and they stole a bid. And yes, they did. They couldn't make it, so they opened up two bids. That was. I didn't even know that. Like a team stole a bid and they got yeah, COVID. Yeah, no. So, so St. Lawrence had no business winning. I believe. Yes, yeah, so they had no business oh, beating man. Quinnipiac in overtime and winning the ECAC. And then their coach got COVID, so they can't go in. So they vacated. Uh, they they still won the title, but they vacated their automatic bid, gave it to Quinnipiac. Dang. So there would have been two ECAC teams in, which opened the door instead of just one final um, one final spot between Notre Dame, Bemidji, and Providence. There were two, and Providence just got left out, as well as Bowling. I don't like the Bowling, because Bowling gave Minnesota a run, and I like Minnesota a lot, and I'll get to that in a Mickham. Uh, but, I mean, for this, we don't have time to go through all eight, all eight matchups. Uh, it's just a 16-team, a single elimination tournament like every other year, neutral sites. Uh, so, but we're gonna we're gonna key in on the Big Ten matchups. 
So we should just basically get right into the pickums. Oh yeah, well, let's nice. go. The last no, pickum. Don't love this. Wait, you gotta tell yeah. him. The last pickum of my college career. Sad face. You're you gonna update the standings. Dang. Yes, I am. Uh, I not first. am no, still in first with 55. Cam also has 55. Don't count that. Uh, Cam Ryan, with a comeback. Cam you with gotta, a comeback. Gotta mention that. that. Was, gotta pump his tires. <laughs> that was wild. That, I think that, that's probably the first time that like going as bold as he did paid off. Were you at what 38? 36. I 36 was eight. To I was 55. eight points behind second, or I was eight points behind you two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we were tied. Jacob and then and I were tied for Hattie second. was like four points ahead of y'all, and I, I, y'all. The script almost flipped. Gambling works sometimes. Uh, in other cases, it did not. Uh, it, meaning mine. Yeah, don't bet on the Blues. I didn't bet on the Blues. I bet on Wisconsin. I did. I bet on Wisconsin. I doubled down on Wisconsin to win the whole thing. And look what happened. I uh, lost. I lost four points from that. I think. Well, you trusted a team as forwards don't play defense. Okay. <laughs> I'm, We've I mean, watched Wisconsin all year. You cannot yeah, tell me that you, they, you you could bag on me. I picked Michigan to win. They didn't make the finals. They yeah. were down very five close to one. Like, oh, that finals game, and yeah. Came, and they came that back Minnesota to make Wisconsin it interesting, finals game. but Ooh. still five to one. Five to one. It's a big joke. I'll add some context to that. They it was almost. five to one in the third. Um, was it Wisconsin came back, made a five to four with two minutes left, and, and yeah. everybody watching was probably sweating bullets. I was sweating bullets. It was just intense as heck. And then Minnesota able to bury an empty netter, made it six four, but five to four, three unanswered in the third period. It was it was Sorry. a great title game to watch, mm-hmm. especially for me. Eight points right there. Now we get into another single elimination tournament. Uh, so first matchup we're going to highlight, Michigan versus Minnesota Duluth. Oh, uh, it's also worth noting, I forgot to say this, of the 16 teams in this tournament, five are in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota State, uh, Minnesota Duluth, St. Cloud State, and Bemidji State. So this is the first time all five teams have made it. Thank you, Cam, uh, for that stat. But yeah, you want to do, do that one first in terms of... Uh... That 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 pick them first. Oh no no, I'm I'm gonna end, I'm gonna end the college uh, aspect to our pickings with that one. Oh, that, that's okay. a fun one. Uh, oh, really is. I forgot, to, I forgot to update the rest. All right, so Cam and I have 55, Ryan is 54, uh, Jacob is 49. Yes, I gambled on Wisconsin. It didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> hey, you're not I that lost, far behind. I lost four points on that. Yeah, I lost four points. I could have gotten. I could have gotten eight. I could have been in the lead if Carolina would have won game two against Detroit. Yeah, but they didn't. I know. Don't sad. don't bet against Jonathan Bernier. He has a positive record with the Red Wings. <laughs> don't. It's the only positive he does. with the Red Wings. I think so. Last time I looked, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you're counting that game. He got hurt and put, taken out. By the way, Dallas has hurt Bernier twice. Stop doing that. It's not wow. my fault, dude. Come we have on, injury guys. troubles of our own. Well, don't God. pass them along. They said we don't have Bishop right now, so we got to take Bernier out. <laughs> yeah, Grace is one and twelve. I think Bernier it's one is like for eight one. It's one for one. All I'm saying we'll, is we'll do that one for one. Let's go. Bishop or Bernier? No, in no. terms of no. injury. <laughs> no. no. You don't want that? No, I would not take it. No. Mm. Mm. That's as good opinion. as Bishop is, like you're only Bishop. getting him for like maybe five games max. Exactly. Well, that's I mean, why. that's a thing. Well, he's got a brand if there new was knee. An injury, yeah. He's got a brand new knee. It's going to be up, down. Like, Okay, let's, let's yeah. get picked up. College hockey. All right, so <laughs> uh, Michigan versus Minnesota Duluth. This is just a one-game thing, so we're just picking the first round because I don't want to pick games that we don't even know will happen. Uh, so we're just picking the Big Ten games in the first round of the tournament. So... Michigan versus Minnesota Duluth. I have Michigan because I think just that power play puts them over the edge. I also have Michigan. Duluth has lost the last five out of their seven games. It's a little bit of research. But, hey, if you're betting on Minnesota Duluth, they've made three or they've made the last three finals in this tournament. 
Mm. They've won the last two and made the last three finals. Yeah. Obviously, last year was canceled because of COVID, and you know that that affects it a little bit. But like, wow, okay. Anyways, I'm still picking Michigan. They were out in them in the first round. I didn't know. I, I didn't think about that stat. I got a second guess. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, yes, like. Uh, Minnesota Duluth has had like some good success recently in the tournament in recent years, but as we've already, as a team I've talked about multiple times on this Pickham segment already, Wisconsin can prove last year doesn't mean anything at all when you're talking about this year. So I mean, and, and yeah, with a team that's stumbling to the finish line, one thing you'll learn in hockey a lot: it's not even necessarily about who the best team is; it's about who the best team is at the tournament. Who when who is the hottest come tournament time? True. Mm-hmm. As a Blues fan, I'm well aware of this. Better be hot. It was one year. Get over it. That's what I'm saying. They were hot going into the into the playoffs, and that's why they won. He's, he's well, Notre Dame could say sources. the same thing. Okay. Notre Dame could say the same thing, and they got blown out of the water hey, first game. Sports, anything could happen. True. It's I'm any given saying, Saturday. St- or Sunday, they stumbled to the whatever fi- day you're playing. They stumbled to the finish line. I don't really ha- see a good reason to pick them. Um, give me Michigan. 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 Easy enough. All right, moving on. Uh, Wisconsin versus Charlie Combs, um, alma mater, Bemidji State. Uh, I have Wisconsin because they have Cole Caulfield, and Bemidji State does not have Cole Caulfield. <laughs> the Cole Caulfield fact. This is an interesting game because I looked up even more stats, guys. Bemidji yes. State, best PK, 93.33%. Ooh. Ain't that something. Against yeah. the best power play. Against the best power play in Wisconsin in 31.5%. So if you want to watch any of these games, I would watch this game. Bemidji State, don't sleep on them. I think they're going to make this a very, very close game, even though Wisconsin looks like the more attractive team to pick here. And I will pick them, but it's going to be a close game if I am correct with my assumption. So give me Wisconsin against Bemidji State. Interesting. I don't trust Wisconsin in low-scoring games. In, like, close, like, one goal, low-scoring, like, two to one, and the third. I don't trust that, too, yeah. Mm Mm-mm. It's interesting. As as good as we've talked about it, uh, Wisconsin's power play being, that, there's other times you can score. I, I mean, I I get Bemidji State has like a good PK or whatever, but there's a, yeah, there's other times during the game you can score too. And I do not trust uh, Bemidji State to be able to hang with that Wisconsin offense for a whole sixty minutes. So give me Wisconsin. Fair point. Yeah, I just I don't think that Bemidji has gone up against a power play or a power play with five forwards. That's true. Like True. that's that's lethal. They are they are deadly. So yeah, give me the Badgers. So wait, I got a I got a little extra question. Would you put money on Wisconsin scoring a power play goal or not? 100%. Yes. Yeah. You would. Mm-hmm. You would. You would. Yeah. Can? Too much star power. I don't know about the power. Gonna... I don't know about the power play, but there's right. But five on five, definitely. Oh yeah. They're they're, they're literally gonna highlight. They're gonna they're literally gonna zone against Caulfield on the left side. And it's going to go behind the net to a Sean who, who's just going to find Pelton Bice and they're all alone. It's just exactly how they score. Yeah, I, I would if say they do. If it's not Caulfield, it's either Holloway that scores on the far side because they're they're opposite each other, or it's Pelton Bice in front off Tippins. Either Tippins or a Sean behind the net who just gives it to him. Mm-hmm. Good offense beats good defense. The cup final proved that. Yeah, and the, that and the fact that, you know, they haven't seen a team like Wisconsin. So Bemidji State's just going to be like, holy crap. Wow, that's what they're going to be like, quote-unquote. You are so lucky I can't mute this mic. Otherwise, I would be yelling explicit things at you, Jacob, for the look that you just gave me, okay? I was just laughing when Hattie had to say I understand that. There was no need for that, Kyle. Uh, If anyone needs context, the Lightning beat the Stars in the final last year. Because offense is always better than defense. And the year year before that, uh, who did the Stars lose to in the playoffs? I swear to God. 
ooh, ooh, I know, I know. It was Patrick Maroon, right? It, it was Patrick Maroon. I, I think it was some team from like St. Louis or something. I don't maybe. know. I, I can't really remember maybe. too much. Cam, do you, do you remember? Oh, no, no I don't know. Some kid who has a five year old brat as a goaltender. <laughs> mm hmm. Oh, uh, I do want to op open the floor to this. Uh, I, I put this on my group chat, but I want to bring this to the air. Um, if you're playing Wisconsin or like the Capitals in a game and like they're on a power play, what wouldn't it be worth a shot to just have someone shadow Caulfield or Ovechkin and then just play the four on three? I mean, honestly, you yeah. just free up so much. When it's four on three, there's just so much more room. I mean, sure, you're taking away some room guarding that one guy, but I that and the fact that like no team has really tried and prepared for it. So maybe if they do that in practice after a couple times and after a while they'll get it, but I don't know. I don't really see it happening. Because I mean, the Capitals like power play looks like it's just like pass it around until Ovechkin gets open, then move it to him. Like, like, he is the end goal. Like, their end goal is move it up top to Carlson across to Ovechkin. So if you take that away, they have to improvise and create something new. Right. Yeah. I, I would say probably yes for Washington, uh, but no for Wisconsin if you're trying to do that. Yeah, okay. Wisconsin yeah. has too many other threats out there. Because uh, it, while Cole, as good as Cole Caulfield is, um, there's too many other scoring threats on that Wisconsin power play uh, to where I don't think that's a feasible option. Because like there's still your Holloways or your Pelton Bices or your Sean or whoever. There's too many other people out there that are too dangerous to score um, that I just don't think you can realistically pull it off against Wisconsin. Washington, though, yes. Yeah. Either way, if the puck does find him and you have that guy shadowing and he goes down for a shot block, you're screwed either way. Mm -hmm. Because unless you block the shot, you're just you're getting in the way of the goaltender. So in that case, I would rather just like literally have somebody in the middle of the ice that's just there, either on the ground just doing, like, this thing and just spreading out to prevent the cross-ice feed so they have to sauce it over. Oh, yes, or that, something like that. that. Like, I, like <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just prevent the cross-ice feed. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I mean, he did score just the one right away. off the face-off <laughs> against yeah. Michigan State, but prevent the cross-ice feed. Prevent the cross-ice. Just have a guy lay down right in the middle of the ice and just block the cross ice speed that'd be hilarious <laughs> to watch that a dude just lay in there just four just <laughs> well they do it just as four, soccer just four guys just standing in a in a direct vertical line in the middle of the, the middle of the ice just cut it in half <laughs> have you seen it in mm -hmm. soccer it's like the lineup of the wall on the oh yeah they made oh, yeah, somebody they the on the wall, bottom yeah. <laughs> they just put somebody I, I there i was i was cover a wall man head. that no you don't you cover something else i was a wall man that that was scary that was no they put somebody like actually laying down on the ground Why? like to prevent oh, the just so they, they that's what for. I have no mental image of what's happening. I played soccer, but I don't. I don't Four guys, somebody laying on the they, ground. Yeah. They'll, they'll jump that. up. Yeah. Instead, but they put like another guy on the behind oh. those four dudes. Okay. On the ground, that's just laying there on Is the that, ground to prevent it from going under. That's happening in professional soccer. I think Manchester City tried to do it. <laughs> okay, that's. <laughs> that, I've, never, at. I've never seen it. That's Isn't that what feeder for? Isn't that what feeder for? Yeah, but when you jump, the ball can still go under. In summary, cheeky. Yeah. Cheeky. In summary, Michigan, Wisconsin, across the board. Yes. Anybody yes. doubling down? Uh, that is still an option. Hold on. Let me, let me double check. Let me double check my Bemiji. No. 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 I'm no. not doubling down on this. Okay. So, Michigan, Wisconsin across the board. Uh, next one. Minnesota versus Omaha. Regu oh. Regular Minnesota. Gophers. You go first, Cam. You go first, Cam. I don't know. I just felt like making you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just want to yell Omaha. I want to, but it's going to be Minnesota. Omaha. Sorry. Omaha. <laughs> you, you made me want to yell it. <laughs> Omaha's hot. Yeah, it's Minnesota. I'm sorry. The Gophers look way too good. They are hot. Yes. 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 Minnesota 
good team, one Big Ten title, great 200 feet. They have good goalie. Minnesota, just give me that. Every hockey cliche that you could think of, that's Minnesota. Less words work. See Minnesota across the board. Jacob, I'm Jacob, doubling down on this one. Oh, doubling down. I'm doubling down on the Gophers. Uh, I'm the, the thing highlighter that, strikes again. Yeah. The thing that did this for me. Yeah. Two things did this for me. One, I'm down in points. Need to. Uh, oh, now I have to. You don't have uh, to. Because if I get it wrong, so now this is just so now this is just doing nothing. Uh, but <laughs> what is this? The three fourteen matchup. So I don't like yeah. the, the, the stat though. The stat though they did this for me. Uh, the four of their last games to end the season. Uh, they put are against very legit teams, meaning they played North Dakota four times. Um, in each of these games, they lost 4-1, 7-1, 4-2, and then randomly snuck out a 3-2 OT win. So if we're talking about playing legitimate competition, like these top like three teams in terms of pairwise rankings, I, I am taking Minnesota every time against Omaha. All right. The well, highlighter. Yeah, it's now useless. We all highlighted. Yep, we all we all doubled. Of course, I was the long game. Of course, when I was going on my rant, it's strategy. <laughs> I know. You, you give a stat, it makes me think, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I like that. Kyle and his stats. All right, moving on uh, to Boston College versus undeserved Notre Dame. Boston College is going to win because Notre Dame is poo poo. Yeah, I'm I'm doubling down on this pick. Yeah. I, I don't really know how Notre Dame stumbled into this tournament. I I give them this tournament, or I I am some, I'm assuming they made this tournament just because COVID year kind of whack. Sure, they face good competition, but they're what 14, 13, and two, and they flopped out in the first round of the Big Ten to Penn State. I thought that would have a hundred percent kept them out of this tournament. So I don't I don't see Notre Dame beating Boston College. Boston College is strong. Give me give me the. The go- did we go for the Golden Eagles or just the Eagles? It's the Eagles. Just the Eagles. Just the Eagles. Okay. Give me the Eagles. Woo. The Woo. Golden Eagles is, I believe, Oral Roberts, actually. Yes. I yes. do know about that school now we all do. of a sudden. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm also, yeah, every, you guys keep to, uh, you know, kind of steal my thunder. I, I was going to do it either way. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. You just did it first. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay. okay. I'd, I'd like to double down. But yes, yeah. I, I but did yes that. Boston College, they're very good. Notre Dame, why are they here? Exactly. Give me Boston College. 25th in the pairwise, and you're in. Go away. You're going to lose. <laughs> Actually, I think I know why they're in. Why? They're not playing at home. When they play away, they play good. Oh, so, my God. The Road Warriors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so they they might have a chance against Boston College. Now you're thinking. Oh, my mm. gosh. Did every Michigan State game this year go to OT? At, like, every Michigan State game in Compton? I think in so. In South Bend? Cause yeah. Both, cause both Notre Dame games. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. Notre Dame games on the road, and then so. the Minnesota, Minnesota game. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, OTs. All right. I think. There, there's your... We, we had that, com- we that, had that exact this? we had that exact conversation on the pod uh, like a few weeks ago like yeah. one, like a while ago it was uh it was like one of the mailbag questions was what is uh, Coach Cole's advantage yeah what is Cole what is Coach Cole's favorite like road arena to play in Compton, Compton. Um, I specifically said Compton for no other reason than I've been there before <laughs> and it, it's I don't know I enjoyed playing on the ice so I figured oh, the rest yeah. of them would but other than, other than that I have no other reason. We went on Spread the mall the ice. We went on the mall ice rink tangent. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. Um, but now do I get to pick? Yes, you do. Yay! Um, yeah, it, I don't know exactly what Notre Dame team we're gonna get. Um, I guess at home it's just the Irish, but I guess on the road it's the Fighting Irish. So Oy. what region are they in? In the Albany region? Wait, no, they're not regions. There are reasons. <laughs> I don't know how this works. To me. I don't know. <laughs> Where are they? Uh, so I can't. Yeah, they're oh, they're Albany. in Albany. Uh, Albany. Oof, oh, they're I... in Albany, New York. Hey, don't say anything. That's the northeast. That I, I don't really. I've. I've I know nothing. I'm, I'm from 40 miles west of Albany. So. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's 
it's the Eagles. It's Boston College. It's the Hockey East. It's there. It's it's going to be a Hockey East like quarterfinal in yep. Albany. So no, that we all doubled down on that one. But I want to see someone someone double down on this one. Nope. Now nope, you think nope. nope. Now you think he I wants won't. To. You think I won't. I think. Ooh. You think I won't. I I think you might. The number one oh. overall seed. My goodness. Uh, I'm not you sport, took away my thunder. All right, tournament. Who's going to win the tournament? Worth six points if you don't double down. Twelve if you do. Or a loss of six. Or a loss of six if you do. You have nothing to lose. Exactly. So that, that's kind true. of why I'm doing this. It's kind of an it's an all in gamble. But so yeah, I'll start first. Uh, I am going with the North Dakota. What it? Fighting Hawks, right? The Sioux? Fighting Hawks. No, they, the they, no, they changed the name. Sioux anymore. They changed yeah. the name. The they changed the name a few years ago. I thought. Darn. I think they're the Fighting Hawks. I think they're Give me a yeah second. something. But, keep keep going with your explanation. But they are the number one overall seed. They're they're destined, I think, to make a very deep run. I think they have the best chance of any team here to win it all. Uh, just plain and simple. They're twenty one five and one this year, and even then, I looked into it. Um, they're all they've only lost what two games all year by more than one goal, and even the in the games that they have won, they kind of just ran the table on the entire NCHC pretty much. So, yeah, give me the give me the Fighting Hawks, doubling down. The big Fighting pick. Hawks, big pick. It is the Fighting Cam. Hawks. Can you pull up their roster real quick for who? For uh, North Dakota. I'll go ahead of my pick, but I I have something I want to say about the North Dakota. I'm not picking got roster. I got it right here. What? Who is their goalie's name? Their starting goalie. Um, oh, it's either Harrison Feeney, Adam Shield, or uh, Peter Thome. Shield. 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 She oh I thought it was Shield the whole time I was watching one North Dakota game and I thought the goalie's last name was Shield and I'm like there's no way you could bet against a goalie if the last name's Shield That's he's true. literally a Shield it's a name made for hockey yeah but it's, it was it's yeah. Shield there's no D no Shield. okay no, just Shield well That's dang it. it I cannot bet on them winning the tournament then <laughs> give me the Minnesota Golden Gophers they looked amazing in the Big Ten tournament coming back down from actually no the only game they didn't come back down was the uh, tournament finale against wisconsin they almost choked that lead but they came back from being down to michigan state and then michigan, michigan. those are great games a lot of a lot of good or good composed hockey there Team i can't grit. talk apparently what, what's up they've got grit they've got grit yes and um, I just think they they really prove themselves in the tournament to be a really really good team and a team that can make a deep run. So I'm picking the Golden Gophers to win this tournament. No double down, right? No double down though. Okay. I'm I'm not super confident with that. All right, I am confident in mine. I'm not going to double down because that's just too much of a risk. I'm going Minnesota State. They have the best goaltender in the country and the seventh best offense in the country. I like that combo. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, fair, my fair enough. my Google Docs just randomly signed me out, but I still I can still see my pick, so we're good. That's okay then. All right. Yeah. So yeah, Minnesota, uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Minnesota State. Cam, I got an oddball here. Oddball. Okay. Yep. I like it. I got the Minutemen of UMass. Just because I I just think just because you, <laughs> I just <laughs> think you know it's it's, it's UMass. You know I'm just looking at it and I mean, I tried to make a March Madness bracket based off of like. You know, like some knowledge of my like my limited knowledge of college basketball, and it's just not ended well. I had West Virginia as the national champion. You know what we should do is our pick 'em tiebreaker. We all make a tournament and then count the points and make a tie. tournament bracket. Make yeah, a like, bracket. Like, like, like a I, hockey bracket. Oh, that would be love, sick. Okay. Yeah, right, I'm down with this. I'm down with this. Okay, that'll good. be our tiebreaker. Good all right, idea. So we'll, 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 this. we'll take that. We'll get we'll get on the Friday. So yeah, we got it. We have time. All right. So now the fun pick that Jacob alluded to. I added this in right before we started recording. There are five teams. Five out of the sixteen are from Minnesota. 
like from the state of Minnesota. So we are picking. Uh, you could pick it. Uh, the, the tournament winner will be a team from Minnesota or the field. So basically not Minnesota. And I, it's it's harder than you think. Bemidji, St. Cloud, Minnesota, Minnesota State, and Minnesota, Minnesota Duluth. Duluth. That's, but Minnesota that's, Duluth, a, that's but, a lot of good hockey teams right there. Three straight finals. Minnesota's rolling. Minnesota mm-hmm. State is the best goalie in the country. Mm-hmm. And then St. Cloud and Bemidji just never go away. Easy. It's fun. So, yeah. Uh, Jacob, you doubled down. I did double down on the field, um, mainly because I also doubled down on North Dakota. So there, there's your win is already coming out of North Dakota as is. But even if not, it's coming out of Massachusetts. I think Boston College is the second uh, second favorite to win. So it's it's either coming out of one of those two states, probably North Dakota. But either way, it's coming out of one of those two places. So give me the field, doubling down. I'm I'm just picking Minnesota. I am not doubling down. Like Hattie said, all those good teams, they are good. They do good hockey things, and one of them is going to win this year. I do want to double down, but, I mean, hey, I haven't paid attention to national college hockey that much, so I'm just going to I'm just gonna go with the regular Minnesota pick. Cam just winked at me because he's picking the field, and he like he highlighted it, and, like, and like he knew I was watching him highlight it, and he winked at me. You'd look, I, as soon as I looked up, you went like this. You went... Just straight up, just dead eye look yeah, at me. So you highlight the field. You're confident. I'm very confident. All right, you're 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 going for the field. You're going you're going for the win here. Yeah, I'm going straight for the dagger in Hattie's heart right now. So, main reason, um, North Dakota. There's only two uh, Minnesota teams in the top half of the bracket. Bottom half is three. Um, they'll most likely play each other because uh, the Mavericks of Minnesota State will beat most likely Quinnipiac. Um, and then they'll play each other. They'll play Minnesota. So there, the there could be a all Minnesota. What is that? Quarterfinal. Yeah. In the bottom half of the bracket, but BU, BC, decent, and then you know UMass, North Dakota. I mean, th- those are Wisconsin. solid bets. Wisconsin too. Yeah. Any of them could win. I've got, I've got the field. All right. I am going to go with the state of Minnesota. I, that's five out of 16 is a, is a reasonable bet, especially with, with how good those teams are. This is literally the state of hockey versus everyone it else. It is. This mm-hmm. is, oh, wow, this is interesting. And Lake State, um, I know you're probably not going to win it, but I'm cheering for you. That's that's my Lake dog Spirit. in the race. Uh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, go Lakers. Who are you a fan of? I'm a fan of the Lakers. Oh, the LA? No, the Lake no. State Lakers. <laughs> Lake Superior State Lakers. Duh, man. Oh. <laughs> Come on. All right, so that was my last college pick. Now we move on to the NHL. Uh, moving on. So we'll start off with Panthers versus Stars. Panthers are rolling this year. Exactly, and exactly. that's why I'm picking the Panthers. That, okay. That is, yep, that's my pick. I like that. You know, I'm oh, I'm really tempted to go with you. I, you. I thought you guys had the Panthers earlier. I mean, I'm yeah. not trying to sway either way because I, I like well, the disparity. Yeah, uh, Panthers. Okay, okay, there we go. Uh, I did the exact opposite of what Hattie had. Hattie originally had a split on this document. Uh, and then just sweep, just switched to a Florida sweep. Um, though my only thing is, uh, I I looked into it a little bit. I changed mine from a, from a Florida sweep to a split, mainly because uh, they've played the Panthers and Stars have played three times this year. Uh, the Panthers took two out of those three, so my odds for a split seem fairly decent. Yeah, because uh, they all played those those like four games or those three games in a row mm-hmm. all, when they play each other. Plus, looking at their recent schedule. Panthers have lost three of their last four. And while one of them was against Tampa, the other two were against Nashville and Chicago. And their other win was also against Nashville. So, like, 
do I don't really I don't know I don't I'm not very strong on the Panthers recently so therefore I I'm picking a split. Also, let me say this one thing that goes completely against my pick. Barkov is probably going to miss this series because uh, he's on my fantasy team, so that's why I know that. But he he might be out for the series. He's our leading scorer. He's going absolutely off. So Barky. this is this is definitely a, a good territory to pick the split here, but I'm still sticking with the Panthers. We might talk about Barkov next week. Uh, yeah, I'll just allude to it now. Next week is going to be kind of a, like an NHL. Like like we'll we'll talk we'll talk tournament. Um, We'll have some little fun discussions. There was one brought up where uh, in a seven-game series, we should take last year's Red Wings versus this year's Sabres. That'd oh be fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I that would be fun to watch. Fun but... one. <laughs> How many games do you think that would go to? Six. We, should we save this for next week? Yes. yes. Save, yes. We're saving this for next week. Okay. Keep True. going with the pickums. Yeah, do I yes. get my pick now? Yes. You, sure. Yes. Okay. So I've got a split just because I feel like either the kid or Hudobin's going to take one in net. I mean... They fire it like it's just a like a. I want to say. Wait, did I'm trying you... to figure out like how I want to say this. It's did literally you... like an art. It's like facing an artillery division against Florida. No matter what team you are, they just fire as many shots as possible on net. And I guess Drieger's been letting in a little bit lately, but I mean it's Florida. Can't really expect much from them other than what they've given you so far, and they look pretty good. So. Uh, give me the split. I think the stars will eke one out, but one of them is not going to be very competitive. I have a question, Cam. Yeah. Did you say the kid? Yeah. What the kid are you referencing? Otter. Ottinger. Ottinger. Okay. Because B- when I when I B- hear the kid, I'm thinking Sidney Crosby. No. The okay. the. Okay. Thank you for the context. I was just just making sure you didn't former, all of a sudden think, think Sidney f- Crosby just got traded to the Dallas Stars because that would be wild. I think can he's you? a former Boston <laughs> Terrier. Can you still call Crosby a kid? No, it's like that was it's his like old 36. nickname. Sid, well, the, Sid kid, the kid, you know. Yeah, yeah you know what? But Ken, you can't really. Ken Griffey it's Jr. just his old nickname. You Ken know? Griffey Jr. is still the kid. I'll, I'll let it slide. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, I had this one also in uh, right before it because I wanted another series. Uh, Oilers versus Maple Leafs. Uh, uh, this was very hard to pick because Freddie Anderson is just terrible. He, he is the <laughs> he is the worst number one goalie in hockey. Oh, there's there's too many game breakers and both sides of the series it's hard to pick one team or the other so give me the freaking split yeah i'll go split i don't feel safe either way uh i'm taking a split but one thing to note toronto i mean oilers i mean sorry the the, the edmonton oilers are a very very streaky team um yes uh, at one point in late february early march they did play three games in a row against the leafs uh and lost that lost that series a combined uh what's the math here it looks like 13 to 3 among Ooh, those three games, that's rough. Four zero three zero six one, um, but then again, the Oilers have also won three in a row right now. And it's just looking at their schedule, they've won up to like five in a row, and they like lose three in a row. It's it's a very weird, very streaky schedule. But these are the top two teams in the North Division right now. Um, I expect a good matchup, um, so I'm th- I'm thinking to split. But I was thinking Koskin and Anderson both suck, and Matthews and McDavid are good. Yeah, that too. One each. That's a that's a good summary. Although, uh, who is it? Jack Campbell has actually been taking the net for yes, the Leafs he recently. He's been good. So makes me sad. I like I like seeing Freddie Anderson blow games for them. <laughs> Jack, we Campbell. love watching the Maple Leafs lose. I think the Stars drafted him. Who? Jack I, Campbell. I oh. thought he used to play for uh, the Kings. He did. Yeah. He was a star. He was with the Texas Stars for a while. They let him go, I think, in free agency after his ELC was up because I think they drafted him. Played for the Kings, won a couple games against the Stars for the Kings, and now plays for Toronto. 
up and down, up and down journey. Yep, one for one. Give me the split. All right, uh, no up and down journey here. Blue, Blue Jackets, Red Wings. This is just two teams that are just sad right now. <laughs> um, I I'm feeling a split. I I, I think Grice starts game one and loses, and Bernier starts game two and wins. Are you confident Bernie is going to be back though? That's a thing. Uh, yeah. Who it, knows? It looks like he, he, he looks like he was kind of okay. If it, oh, if it's Grice, then this is going to come back and bite me because Blue Jackets going to sweep. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Blue Jackets sweep here just because Blue Jackets are I'm pretty sure fifth in the Central. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're going to play with some grit. And hey, if Bernie is out both games for the Red Wings here, it's bad news bears for the Red Wings. So bad I'm picking bears. CBJ with the split or it was CBJ with the sweep. I didn't say split at all. Doubling down or no? Nah. You know what? What I think, do I know? I think I think I need points here. I mean, mm, no. I, need, no I, don't, I don't need points, but like, that's, no. Yeah, you, you I, got, I just, I just need Cam picks. to self destruct. Yeah, that's all. You, yeah. you need the field to not hit. Yes, I do. I need yeah. the field to not hit. Yeah, that's gonna tear. That's gonna keep me up at night. <laughs> yeah, Red Wings, Jacob. Um, okay, I, I got a split for uh, for Columbus, Detroit. Just. This is such a weird division. This central division is so weird to me. I because I don't follow it that closely because the Blues aren't in it. But um, they should I, be. They should have been over Dallas. But you, Cam's looking at me funny right now. But you know it's true. But it is true. This it's still is such a weird division to me because it's so top heavy. Because on the top, on the very top, you've got like Chicago. Uh, not Chicago. I mean, sorry, that's a I mean, random on the first top, okay. you do have okay. Chicago I mean, somehow. Hold Damn. up. No, they're, no, they're like they're like third. Right yeah, that's sorry. still, that's but still like, up there. I'm sorry, looking at the actual standings. The top four, Tampa, Carolina, Florida, Chicago. Good teams. Bottom four, Columbus, Nashville, D- Dallas, and Detroit. Not good teams. Such a very top-heavy division. Uh, it's just the weirdest like dynamic to me. But I just I don't like either of these teams. Neither, neither team really wants me to like give me a reason that would think that they would win a game against the other. I mean, so, hey, you could leave a blank and just take no points. That that's cool with me. My I mean, thing that's is cool with all of us someone too. has to <laughs> someone has to lose. I think they will both manage to find a way to lose at least one game. So I'm taking the split. Yeah, it's not who wins, it's just who yeah, loses less. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, loses less. I mean, honestly. Speaking of a lot of losing, uh blues versus ducks. I didn't even get Oh, oh skip Cam. Oh man. I saw my segue and I took it. Cam, it's what, are okay. pick, what are you picking? Uh split. I just, I don't. You can sound happy about it. Uh, no, I'm not so happy. I am not happy because Jacob's over here like, yeah, that's the bottom four teams. It's like, yes, I know my stars are not doing well this year. The injury bug sucks, and we still have four games in hand over the three people that are in front of us. So trust me, the, back off. Trust me, fair. The, trust me, the Blues have I dealt with plenty of injuries this season as well. Yeah, to be fair, like to be fair, it's better like, to be, you know, they would, they'd, be, they'd be worse there in the West because, you know, then they played Vegas and... And like Colorado, yeah, I just, and well, Minnesota, okay. and Minnesota, and then the Blues. Wait, who who made these divisions? Uh, I, I don't know. Six year old with a crayon. Let's talk to Batman. <laughs> I want to see that. No, well, I mean, the say we're just crayon. we're just complaining about something that the NHL won't change, like the draft lottery. Wait, which they did. They did change that. Yeah, we'll we talk. Could, we'll we'll we get that talk, next week yeah, too. We'll okay. That. For now, we have one last pick of series of the year. Sad that we're ending on such a sad note with this series. Hey, I'm happy, bro. I don't know about you. Uh, Ducks versus Blues. So, Trevor Zegers versus Little Crybaby Jer- uh, Jordan Bing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there, it, there is. it is. Yep, he's got. Who's got more rings between the two of them? Just saying. Between the Ducks and Blues, I, how, how many rings is Zegers going to get in his rookie year? In his you... rookie year, yeah, it's a very small sample size. <laughs> uh, I mean, Biddington did it in his rookie year. So Matt Murray won too his rookie year. Okay, 
Hold on, gentlemen. Would you <laughs> would you take a Stanley Cup ring or a World Juniors gold? If you only had to pick one, what cup, would it be? Cup ring. Cup. I'm I'm biased because it's cup ring. yeah. It's probably it's choice. probably it's the cup. cup just because I feel like if you're from Canada though, it holds a little bit more weight because I know how much that they also need a cup. Yeah, they ha- when's yeah. the last time a Canadian team True. won Okay, good. I, <laughs> if you said yeah. Olympic gold over World Juniors, that Actually, that might change that? it. True, but I think it's Zegers has the World Juniors gold, and then you know, Bennington Stanley Cup ring. That's why I brought it up. But yeah, yeah. Is it okay. Montreal? I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking this up. Montreal. Oh, shoot, 19, what did wait, I just wait, open wait, here? The last Canadian team. The last Canadian team. Montreal '93. Really? I think so. You can fact check me. Um, it had to have been Montreal '93. Yeah, Montreal '93. Wow. Wait, I think it's a. Um, hold on, hold on. We could keep going for our picks and bounce back to you. you want. Yeah, you. you yeah, keep can. talking while I figure this out. Okay. Um, yeah, you want to go? Oh, for the Ducks and Blues. Yeah. Uh, I have a split because honestly, like the Blues are. I don't know. There's something about them. Like, like sometimes they just don't show up. This is true. It's, it's like, very disappointing. Also, you're right. It was Canadians in '93. Wow. Yeah, Canada needs a Stanley Cup, man. Exactly. Wow. No, they have 2010. They're fine. They'll live. Yeah, they do. Talk about Olympics? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just making sure. I was like, huh, did I get that? Okay. The golden goal. Sad. Mm-hmm. Very. We could all agree that goal is sad. That's nice. Oh, wait. Uh, more pickums. Cam. Uh, who didn't go yet? Uh, I didn't go yet. You didn't three. go yet. Oh, of course. Your blues. Go ahead. <laughs> So I I'm really disappointed in you guys for picking a split on this one. Uh, just I know you guys have talked about like the Blues home record uh, this year. Well, it hasn't been great, and they've been they've been inconsistent at times. The one thing that I've noticed is like been very consistent about the Blues is the fact that they have just absolutely destroyed the Ducks every time they've played them. Uh, there's been one close game all year, or I mean, but the Blues and Ducks have played four times this year. Blues have won all four. There's no reason to really think the Ducks have much of a shot at winning. So I'm I'm doubling down on the Blues to win this sweep the series. There is one reason to bet against the Blues. It's the Blues. Yes, this is true. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> this is true. Good like, points. Like, Good point. But counterpoint. The team that it, you've said has been irrelevant, like that wasn't relevant until when, like 2010 or what, two, three years ago or whatever. You're ripping on your own team. You know, I know. you gotta be. You gotta be. Passionate about your fan base, you know. I'm about aware. Your team, my, because counter- at least, at least Hattie over here has said, you know, the past like what, at least ten years of not having a very good Red Wings team ever like since five, they, six, yeah, five, five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ever since it's they lost a streak, yeah, have yeah. just not been very good. And I mean, he'll say that. And I mean, same thing over here. I mean, we went through coaches like we went like Mexican water through a, a tourist, like. We were oh, back. Interesting. <laughs> How did that? you pull that? What did you that pull that story? one from? I'm dead serious. We went from like Glenn Golitson and Ken Hitchcock or Hitchcock. We um, had Lindy Ken Hitchcock Ruff. too. We, 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 wow, I, Hitchcock, Babcock. There's a lot of cocks in the NHL, man. Can he say that? I was gonna say, <laughs> can we get that's somebody's name? You know, can we get like a FCC violation on this that, one? That's gonna be going on the, let's, let's the call, Twitter clip right let's, there. Let's call, let's call him the FCC. That's right what's on it. <laughs> He can't say that. Oh, how can I not say? I can no, say no, that. No, no, Ryan Rabinowitz. I, I think he swore on this podcast. Oh no, we're we had, uh, good. I was man. saying we had Ken Hitchcock. That is staying in. Yeah, I mean, like in the span of like a year, we went or like a year and a half, we went from Ken Hitchcock to Mike Yo, who got fired mid-season. Now we got Craig Berube. It's um, we've we've had our same experience of going through coaches. But counterpoint to, to Cam's uh, the Blues of the Blues uh, statement. Counterpoint. 
The Ducks. They're playing the Ducks. The quack, duck quack, quack, Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. Just saying, the Ducks have been terrible quack, this quack. year. Quack. The Ducks, quack. Been, the Ducks have been terrible this year. They're literally last in the division by quite a few games. Doesn't matter. They're usually last in the Pacific, anyways. Give me a split. Right. I'll, I'll pick your stupid blues. I know <sighs> he's, he's close to swaying me, but I'm. I think I'm, I'm the Ducks persuasive. are due. The Ducks are due. I'm who, very persuasive. Who hit last week? Whenever they picked against the Blues. Oh wait, this guy. Ducks are due. Oh, the Ducks are due. Are they? They ruined my they program. Lost, I'm not picking. Them. They're, they're starting. Yeah. 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 They're start, Ducks are due. They're starting Ryan Miller in net. I don't really. So Michigan, hey, Michigan State. State Obi, Obi, Obi Baker winner. Yes. Also former blue. Absolute legend. You and your former blues. Like literally every, was everybody. A there were so many ra- random. Honestly, was like, yep, it's been I'm such a here. trash team for so long. <laughs> literally everybody goes there to get like, it's like the equivalent of an AHL team in the NHL. You think I don't remember the seven games Marty Brodeur played for the blues? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, there's so many random. I goalies. bet you you have his jersey back at home. I, I do <laughs> not. Actually, the only, be, the only blues jersey, jersey right I, the there. only jersey I have of a guy that no longer plays for the blues is Alex Petrangelo. And that's that's. Your captain good jersey, left yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Captain. Great okay. franchise. Great we franchise. Took, we took Buffaloes. We took Buffaloes and got him. Got instead. Now he's our captain. Oh, great! I know you took something Buffalo. from Buffalo. And the you're only happy about good. That? The <laughs> only good thing that ever came out of Buffalo. We traded Buffalo like, wings. We traded like probably. Did they actually come from Buffalo? Yes. They, they that, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo that's wings with blue though? cheese. Mm. Ranch is better. Don't. I love me some blue cheese. All right, well, that is the end of our pickums. So well, that's, I, that's I didn't, be the I didn't say I'm All picking right, a split. That's, that's premature. There we Sorry. go. I, I didn't really have much. Yeah, split. Give me split. I got to keep track. The Did blue I cheese ranch in? debate is going on next week. There's no <laughs> debate. Ranch is better. Yeah, I like ranch better. There's, yeah. mold in the, there's mold in blue cheese. I know. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what they put in Hopcat's ranch, but that was fire. When a lot we of mayonnaise? When we went there, that was... We go back next week with Ryan. Yeah, Ryan likes to just get some record and bail, quote unquote, mm-hmm. cosmic fries, and yeah. not the other name, the crack fries. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't that huge a fan of them, but I liked the name before they changed it. So, not a cosmic huge fan. Fries, outraged. <sighs> I mean, I don't think I'm, I don't think we're missing anything. Oh, uh, there will be a mailbag next week. Yes. There we go. Summary. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, get your questions ready. Get your thumbs ready on Twitter because we will be looking for your questions. I will I will be tweeting that out if you want to go add a question or you can just text me or just do whatever. I'm I don't expect, care. I'm expecting Gilmore to come in with a great one. That should be a good one. That should be very – I'm very interested to see what he says. Yeah. Next week might be our most fun of them all. We'll talk tournament, little NHL, fun, mailbag. We some, shall uh, Someone see. to pick them. And Kyle says his goodbye. Oh. Oh. And then the, the host chairs up for grabs, and I don't care who takes it. Dibs. That'll be up to you guys. Dibs. Yeah. Dibs. You Call can't pull dibs. <laughs> What's wrong? You can't you can't break that. You're last in the pickums. Just wait, buddy. Come on. We haven't we haven't established a criteria for this. We have not. And that's not my we'll issue. Duke I, it out. I can say Yes. Wrestle we'll, wrestling. We'll just, look, ready, set, go. No. <laughs> just a fight. Just break to out death. brawl Work right in the studio. Oh Work. my. Why don't we just go to Suburban Ice and get a stopwatch? They're closed. They're again? Yeah. Oh, no. I want to go skate. Gosh dang. Just get a fastest skater competition. Oh, okay. I'll win. I'm okay. With then I'll just come back for I'll the year. I'll face you on rollerblades because I'm Ugh. good on I'm good on rollerblades. Nerd. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Behind the Mask. On behalf of Ryan, Cam, Jacob, and myself, thank you for listening. 